Explain the rules for determining when participation must begin. In addition to the coverage rules, plans are limited when designing age and service requirements. Under the law, eligibility can be deferred until employees have attained age 21 and have earned a year of service. If the sponsor is willing to fully vest participants, the deferral period can be extended to two years. Sponsors often choose the, an agent service requirement so that short-term employees are not covered, simplifying administration and saving costs. Another rule is that eligible employees have to actually begin participation within six months of satisfying the agent service requirements. So this means that new employees can be kept out of the plan for up to 18 months. To make sure that the plan satisfies this rule, many plans establish two entry dates, which are the first day of the plan year and the first day of the seventh month of the plan year. This ensures that eligible employees become participants within six months of meeting the one-year eligibility requirement. In other cases, a sponsor may want to limit the entry date to one day each year to simplify administration. To do this and still satisfy the rules, the plan will have to shorten the eligibility requirements to six months to ensure that participation begins within the legal limits. Under the eligibility rules, a year of service is earned if, on the anniversary of the date of hire, the employee has earned 1,000 hours of service. For example, Ed started work on 4-1-2010 and works full-time. As of 3-31-2011, he has earned a year of service, assuming he had 1,000 hours of service during this period. Now, Ed must become a plan participant by 10-1-2011, six months after earning a year of service. When measuring years of service for eligibility purposes, the first measuring period must be from the date of hire. If the individual does not earn a year of service during that period, after the first year, the plan can change to a uniform measuring period for all employees, which will typically be the plan year. It generally simplifies administration to have a uniform measuring period, and for determining services for purposes of vesting and benefit accruals, a uniform period, such as the plan year, is allowed. Another issue is measuring hours of service. Hours actually worked plus hours that an individual is entitled to be paid for, such as vacation pay, must be counted under the 1,000-hour rule. If counting actual hours is an administrative burden, employers can choose a different way of counting called an equivalency method. For example, under one method, if an individual is recorded for working at all during a week, they are given credit for 45 hours of service. 